Hi, this is Tom Field with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Mike Mulholland, Director of Fraud Solution Strategies with Memento, Inc. Now, Mike has got years of financial services experience. He's spent time at institutions and most recently with banking solutions vendor Medavante. Mike, it's, it's pretty safe to say you've spent a lot of years around fraud. Is that fair? At least the last 10 years around fraud, although I was probably involved uh, more on the operational side earlier than that. Now, I wanted to talk with you today about ACH fraud, Automated Clearinghouse. Give me a sense, Mike, what is the key storyline here for financial institutions? I think the key storyline is that the, the risk for ACH fraud is really defined in a, a basic fundamental change in the relationship between the parties to a transaction. It's moving from a transaction that is occurring between two known and trusted parties that have an ongoing relationship to two parties that are unknown, untrusted, and have a very transient relationship. Examples would be an employer and an employee. That's an ongoing relationship, trusted, known parties. On the other side, the one-time transactions, you have someone who's coming in and purchasing something from a, a merchant. That individual may be back, may not be back. Probably doesn't know them. So you get a basic difference in the fundamental relationship. That is where the risk is coming from. Okay, so if you could define ACH fraud and what you're seeing today, what are the what are sort of the, the, the major manifestations of it? What we're seeing in ACH fraud is tied to a couple of things. Uh, one of the, the things that's happening is these uh, one-time transactions, the non-recurring transactions. It essentially leaves the parties uh, to the transaction vulnerable to fraud that doesn't need to be extended. It's fraud that occurs very quickly and the fraudster is gone. So it's a one-time hit mm -hmm. kind of a thing, which check fraud has always been. The, the other element of fraud is really tied more toward the fact that the access to the payments system today is becoming more and more electronic and more and more tied to the Internet. As a result, the weak point in many networks that banks have to deliver products to customers, the weak point is actually the customer. The fact that that customer is attached to the Internet for other purposes makes that customer's PC vulnerable. And when those credentials that are used to access bank products are compromised, the fraudster has free reign and takes full advantage of it. That makes sense. Now, how do you see institutions fighting back against ACH fraud? There are a number of ways, and, and you know, there's some preventative and some detection. Uh, essentially, in the ACH world, you really have to know your customer. You have to know your originator. And, you know, this has been repeated oftentimes by um, groups and, and other uh, individuals. But essentially, you really need to understand who it is that's originating ACH items and do your due diligence on those individuals and ensure that you understand their business, you understand what they're going to do, and you cover yourself from a credit point of view. A lot of 
uh, banks use for ACH due diligence, very similar to the due diligence they do for uh, loan customers for, for extending credit. The other side of the, the fence, after you've done all that, you're, you can still be victimized. A good originator, for example, can be victimized by a bad player in, in the transactions that they're doing. So the other side of the fence is detection. And detection comes in a number of ways, but essentially you need to look both on the origination side and on the receiving side for unusual activity. What do you see that particularly works in some of the ways that institutions are fighting back, and what still needs work? What has worked fairly well, and there are a number of solutions in existence for this side, is the receiving side. Essentially, what's happened on the receiving side is that uh, the new transactions coming in and the new mechanisms for generating these ACH transactions has allowed for these one-time uh, electronic transactions, e-checks, if you will, to come in against accounts, and they may or may not be valid. So the incoming side looks at new transaction and compares it to existing behavior on that receiver's account. When that occurs, when I have a new uh, transaction that comes in that is nothing like the behavior that I've seen in the past, that can be flagged and can be looked at and customer can be contacted and so on. Uh, essentially what you have on the, on the receiving side for unauthorized transactions, 60 days from the day the item settles, to return that item for unauthorized. So on the receiving side, it's not so much an issue of, am I going to take a loss? It's more of an issue of customer service. I don't want these unauthorized transactions to ever post against the customer account to begin with. So I want to monitor for that and return them on a timely basis. On the originating side, which in the ACH is really where the financial risk lies, you need to look at transactions that are being generated and compare those transactions to the normal transactions generated by a particular um, originator. And, and what you're looking for there, again, is unusual activity. An example there might be, uh, back to my, my uh, discussion just a minute ago about the compromising of credentials, Let's say I have an ACH uh, originator who uses ACH for a very specific reason, and therefore his activity is very predictable. I know when he originates files. I know the volume of the files. I know the dollar amounts in the files, and so on. And then one of the PCs in his in his network gets compromised. A key logger gets put on it or whatever happens to compromise that individual's credentials. And now the fraudster has the credentials and can get into that company's activity. So they go in and they look and they find an ACH template. So they grab that template, they modify it, and instead of creating an, a credit file, so let's say for payroll, they create a file that contains 10 or 15 credits all high dollar, send the, that file out. Because the correct credentials were used, the bank will, generally speaking, transmit that file and process it. By the time the true originator knows what happened, the credits on the other end have already been withdrawn from the accounts and chances of recovery are very small. 
So what you want to do is look at that activity. Look at the normal activity for the customer and say, gee, I've got this file. It's only got 10 items instead of 100 items. It's for the same overall dollar amount, but the average dollar amount of the items in this file is $15,000 instead of $1,500. That's a problem. By the way, this file was originated on Tuesday afternoon instead of Thursday morning, like the normal files for this customer. When that gets flagged, now I have the capability to go to that originator and say, what's going on here? And you can stop it before the file ever gets generated, before it gets transmitted. So that's the kind of thing you have to do, and that's the area where a lot of companies are struggling. Mm-hmm. That's the area where where Memento can help, actually, in both sides. You make it sound really like a, a war that's being fought on a lot, a lot of different planes. It absolutely is, and it's being fought on the Internet in terms of Internet security. The nexus between security and fraud is growing ever stronger. And it's also being fought in the ACH operations arena. So given this, Mike, what would you say are, are some of the encouraging signs you're seeing in this war? Well, encouraging signs are that people are becoming more aware. Uh, the ABA fraud survey, for example, in 2003, only 31% of the respondees were aware of ACH fraud within their bank. By 2007, 51% of the respondees were aware. Now, you can look at that as a two-edged sword. It's like, wow, we went from 31% to 51%. Um, But, yes, that means more fraud is being perpetrated, but it also means the awareness to the fraud is, is much stronger. And as a result, people are taking actions necessary to combat the fraud. The second thing that where it's getting better is that the ACH, NACHA, has recognized that the risk is growing and NACHA has taken steps to begin to change rules and we can expect new rules to come out, be promulgated in the near future. And and there's NACHA has beefed up the, the unit that deals with fraud and hired layers in that unit. Um, and, and so there's a lot more attention being paid to ACH fraud and will continue to be. Now, the third thing that's an improvement is that companies like Memento and others are working on developing solutions for detection, monitoring, and prevention of fraudulent ACH activities. Excellent. So one last question for you, Mike. If you could offer one piece of advice to an institution that's just starting to tackle ACH today, what would that advice be? Uh, Twofold. The advice would be, first, understand who your originator is and what they are originating. And the second is find yourself somebody who can help you monitor ACH activity and start to look at the fraud potential uh, within your bank in a more enterprise way, uh, in a way that is more customer-centric than account or transaction-centric. Well said. Mike, I appreciate your time and your insight today. You're very welcome. My pleasure. I've been talking with Mike Mulholland, Director of Fraud Solution Strategies with Memento, Inc. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.